Hey guys, and welcome to the Bodybuilding Dietitians podcast. Thank you for joining us for what is now episode number 49 of our Road to 2021 series. And uh, before we get stuck into today's episode, we just wanted to remind you that if you do enjoy this podcast, please remember to repost these episodes onto your Instagram story, tag myself, tag Tierra, tag TBD. And without further ado, we're going to get stuck into a very exciting topic today, which is our show day and peak week recap. Boy, oh boy. So episode 49, guys, it is April 14th today. It's Wednesday. We usually record this on a Sunday, but heck, we were actually competing on Sunday. So essentially today, we've got to give you a recap of our past peak week. We need to give you a recap of what happened on show day, and we also need to give you a little bit of insight into how we're acting on feedback and our plans for moving forward into this next week and next week's peak week before our second show. So boy, a lot to unpack today. (laughs) Yeah, there is, but uh, very excited to do so. Let's Mm -hmm. get stuck into it. So topic number one. Peak week. Jack, how was it for you? It was good. I can't complain whatsoever. It went very smoothly and I got the job accomplished what I wanted to. There were a few slight changes that I implemented just based on how I was looking. So for example, from Mon- I decided to go for a more conservative approach rather than doing a rapid backload of three higher carbohydrate days at 500. So what I ended up doing was Monday and Tuesday were 400 carb each. And that basically, I also did that just because I wanted to really train hard on Monday and Tuesday because the week before, due to COVID, I wasn't able to do that Tuesday session at the gym. So yeah, I was able to get some really good sessions in on Monday and Tuesday and felt better on those days. And then Wednesday, I dropped carbohydrates down quite aggressively to around two to 225. Still not as aggressive as my 150 carb low days, that's for sure. But then on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I ran 500 carb, then 450 carb, then 400 carb, and I kept fat and protein at 50 grams and 225 grams. So overall that worked out really well. And I think I was on the money in terms of filling out and also retaining that crisp look as well. And yeah, based on the photos and how I felt, like I had an abundance of energy and I felt great and I feel like I looked good as well. So would I change anything for next week based on feedback? I probably might even go a little bit more conservative, to be honest, because I think I filled out really nicely, especially if I get a good pump up on show day. But my main feedback from the judges was actually to come in a little bit crisper in the upper body, like the abdominals and the, and the, the back. But I will kind of argue that point in that, or just provide some clarity to that point in that my lower body was very conditioned, like that wasn't an issue whatsoever. And guess what? I've got a lot more density in my lower body. Mm -hmm. And that's really the lacking point in my physique is just, I need more time and I need more muscularity in my upper body to really bring that crispness, like especially in the chest and 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 the back particularly. Yeah, because ultimately this is a sport of illusions. So even if you had a slightly higher body fat on your lower body, it might even still look like you're leaner in your lower body than your upper body just because of your musculature poking through. Yeah, 100%. And so that was my peak week. I don't really know what else to say. It, It was just a smooth process despite we traveled down to the Sunshine Coast 
and that we traveled down on Friday. So we stayed there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday as well. And we drove back on Monday. We had a little Airbnb kitchen, but it, to be honest, it was good to get out of the house and it almost felt like a holiday. We stayed at Lake Kiwana, so we were literally on the doorstep of Lake Kiwana, so we could go for a walk there in the morning. It, the place had a pool, which we didn't use, but <laughs> it was just nice. It felt like we were on holiday and it was, it's always nice traveling for a sport. I feel it makes it, it makes it feel a bit special rather than like just traveling to the local pool or to the local soccer field. Um, yeah. What did you think? Oh, it was so much fun. It was such a lovely weekend away. And yeah. the great thing is, is that it was a bit hectic, obviously Monday to Thursday, because we crammed all of our client work in that we would usually do on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and a Monday morning mm. into those four days. But heck, at least we love our jobs. <laughs> but yeah, that was quite wild getting all that work done. But then it was so nice to just have the weekend away to just really focus on us and really take it all in. And it was just so much fun. It was mm. so wonderful. And yeah, it really did feel like a little holiday. It was, yeah. it was really, really fun. And what a beautiful location. And yeah, the weather was perfect. Oh, it so was. It was so worth putting up with that rain for these past few weeks. Yeah. So now we just have a string of sunny days. Mm. Yeah, I, the last thing I'll mention is just my body weight and then... Mm -hmm. You can talk about your peak week and then we'll discuss show day. Great. So my body weight for peak week. So I, it was kind of like the, the mid to low 77s throughout. And on show day, I actually woke up to the 76s. And since then, it's been, yeah, very favorite. I won't talk about that now. But yeah, let's just say it's been quite interesting what's been happening with my body weight. But overall, the, throughout the carb up, I didn't really put on that much weight. I stayed about the same, which, yeah, is, it, there's lots of different considerations as to why that might be. Because like when you carb up, you would expect to be a, a higher body weight just because you're storing carbohydrates as glycogen and there's more water retention associated with that. But then you got to factor in like the stress reduction, which that mechanism still isn't really... Uh, we don't know too much about it, but also just expending an absolute crap load of energy on show day as well. And that's probably why I woke up to a new low after show day, which is always nice. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, take that as a win. You were able to eat more food. You were looking better as the week went on and body weight stayed the same. So, man, I would say that you had a very successful peak week and the yeah. whole time electrolyte balance was in check. <laughs> Hydration was there. And boy, what a success. Yeah, but uh, let's hear about your peak week. Yeah, so my peak week, the beginning parts wasn't too different to a normal week. Nutrition was the same as usual. Training was the same as usual. I guess the only thing was just work-wise, just cramming all of my client work into those few days, but I definitely got it done, which was wonderful. I got myself a haircut on Wednesday, which was nice because just treat myself again the only person who's ever cut my hair prior to this was my mom and she would just trim it at the bottom so it was just dead straight but for the first time in my life i actually got some layers in and it looks much nicer now so treat yourself so i got a haircut and then my nutrition was basically the same last week as i discussed in the previous podcast so each day i was just doing 225 grams of carbs 35 grams of fat and 160 grams of protein and i was doing that all the way up until thursday front loading a lot of those carbohydrates just in my breakfast prior to 
our morning training session, honestly, my morning breakfast is like 130 grams of carbohydrates, wow. a huge amount. And then the rest of the day, it's basically just mm. little bits of carbs, high protein, a little bit of fat. So, and if they want to see our two days out carb up in more depth, they, they can check out the YouTube video. Oh yeah, guys, we actually did document the entire weekend mm. for YouTube. So we filmed a vlog for two days out, for one day out, and for show day. So the two day out one is actually going live tonight. So it will be going live with this podcast yeah. as so well. By the time you listen to this episode, it will be out. Yeah. Maybe even one day out and show day. How exciting, boy. And uh, yeah, and then, and then one day out will be live in a few days from now. Show day yeah. will be live next week filmed a lot of YouTube content, mm. so stay tuned for that. But yeah, peak week, and then starting on Friday, that's when I started my carb up. I went up to 325 grams of carbs, and I just kept protein and fat the same at 35 grams of fat, 160 grams of protein, and I ran that on Friday and Saturday, which was awesome. Obviously, just looking better as those days went on, feeling much better, more energy. It was a good old time. Last week, body composition wise, boy, like every day, obviously at this point, I've been dieting for almost seven months now and I feel it pretty much every single day. But last week I hit this freaking new low of 57.4 kilograms. And I did that thing where I hopped on the scale like three times and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> this is wild. But to be honest, all the other days, my body weight's been a little bit funky. Um, and it has been fluctuating more like around that 57.9. And even despite like on my lower days and even my higher days, it's still hanging around that 57.9. But to be honest, like I'm really going off my look right now. And I just know that from the progress photos we've been taking, my look on stage on the weekend, like this is the leanest I've ever been in my life. So I'm just kind of letting that scale weight kind of do its thing and just putting up with it if it's kind of just fluctuating a bit. but. I really am estimating that this coming week I am going to get another whoosh and it is going to come back down to 57.4 or around the mid 57s because I feel like that's a hell of a lot more representative for where I truly am yeah, right now. I agree. Yeah, it's um doing some funky things, but at this point in prep like it's you, expected. Oh, yeah. cuz you got to remember 100 grams of fat loss that's the same as drinking a hundred mils of water on the mm -hmm. scale. Like the scale doesn't differentiate that. So yeah, yeah it's, uh, I'm not particularly surprised. I, mm -hmm. We definitely know that you're losing body fat. Yeah, without a doubt. But yeah, pretty much things went really well. So yeah, that was my peak week, just carving up for those two days prior. And the reason why I was able to just do those two high carbohydrate days prior compared to like what I did for IFBB, simply just because I'm much leaner now and I can just handle more carbohydrates and it just takes more to fill out now. Yeah. Yeah. And it worked out really well. Still stayed to my usual food choices, except for on the Saturday, I didn't even feel like a dietitian because I didn't eat a single vegetable. <laughs> Believe Cakes it or not. For breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> oh, what a dream. But yeah, I got my carbohydrates from actual carbohydrate rich sources, not cucumbers. <laughs> That's always nice. Yeah. So uh, that was us. And so we finished all of our work, did our morning pump session Friday morning. Drove down to the Sunshine Coast on Friday afternoon, checked into the Airbnb. We went and got a massage that afternoon, which was such a treat. We just like booked some random Thai place down the street, but they did a good job of, you know, yeah, they did. rubbing our backs and getting their elbows in there. And 
Man, you never realize how sore you are until someone starts to massage you, especially like you and I who do calf raises like there's no tomorrow, right? We train calves every single session. This woman started to massage my calves and I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, like how do I walk around on these things? She massaged my feet too, all the, the steps we do. Yeah. Oh, the calves. And my IT band. Yeah, but I had to tell the Thai woman, like, to Jack, I was like, you know, this guy's really tough, you know, make sure you really dig your elbows in there. And she actually hopped up on his back and she put her... She spent, like, 25% of the time on my back. <laughs> with her knees. Yeah, with with her knees. Job well done. Because that's something... And she was heavy. Because <laughs> that's the thing, whenever I massage Jack, I try to go as hard as I can, but he's like, is that all you got? Like, can't feel a thing. <laughs> Anyway, that was our peak week. That was leading up to show. Let's talk about show day. Hey guys, just a reminder that we post regular content on our Instagram and YouTube channel. You can find those platforms by searching The Bodybuilding Dietitians. See you there. Awesome, yeah. So the, it was held at Lake Kiwana, Bocarina, I think, and uh, an amazing venue for the show for the number of people. Like they held it there two years ago, but there was just too many people for that venue. Mm. But now there was around a hundred people competing, which was perfect. Like backstage area wasn't too quiet, just great people, really well organized and well run. And overall, a very great experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. And we woke up early that morning. Yeah. You and I are always waking up at the crack of dawn. Like if we can sleep in until five, that is a dream these days. Yeah. But we were up around 4 a.m. on mm. show day morning. And yeah, pretty much just... It worked out well. We got everything prepared. There was no rush. And at least I find in prep when I wake up early, I, I, I don't wake up tired. Mm-hmm. I wake up refreshed which is odd but because there's so much to look forward to in the day like yeah. you and I are just like like, like breakfast yeah, yeah. <laughs> meals definitely look forward to that but I just feel like you and I we're just on a roll with life right now you know we're just we feel so productive so happy mm. so many things that we're working toward and creating like back to show day yeah sorry <laughs> but yeah Life's good. But anyway, we woke up at 4 a.m., had some breakfast. I even went for a walk around the lake that morning, listened to some songs, you know, my, my favorite music to get in the mood. And then we left and we got there around 8 a.m. And we met our friend Guy. Mm, yeah, so Guy basically was our videographer for the day. So he managed to capture a lot of content. So really can't, we haven't, I haven't even looked at those videos yet, but I can't wait to put together that show day video because like, stage um, pumping up tanning the results the the wrap up the intro in the morning like it's all going to be pretty incredible like our first proper getting someone to film the day for us and and putting it together so it looks quite professional Mm -hmm. so such an amazing friend such a good guy guy (laughs) is seriously couldn't thank him enough but and speaking of shout outs massive shout out to joey cantlin as well for Mm -hmm. helping me with my tan like I can safely say I had the best tan on the day, thanks to Joey. So yeah, without a doubt. Was, that was amazing of him to do that. But let's actually discuss our results, I guess. So, okay, sure. So you were first up for bodybuilding, you know, yeah. the 77 kilogram plus walked on stage. How was it, Jack? Yeah, it was It was great. I don't know. If, <laughs> like, I, took, I took home the first place for that class, which was good. And... I don't have too much to say like it's you get up there you pose you get judged and you walk off like for me it's more what you do before and after that is much more indicative of the journey than just being up there for five minutes but yeah it was great like 
the uh, yeah do you want to prompt me of anything else to say like how did you feel <laughs> when they called your name and you stood on that first place podium what was it like yeah i didn't really have any expectations for that for that day for but i think a lot of my expectations have been more for classic and bodybuilding is like okay i know where my weaknesses lie for bodybuilding i just need more overall size and i need to be 10 years older mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so Don't that we all yeah <laughs> Well, we won't be saying that in 10 years, but, <laughs> but yeah, bodybuilding, I just wanted to step up there and, and, uh, be better than last time, which I definitely was and see how I went against people of, I guess in this instance, a similar weight class and I, I beat them. So that was great. And the next one for me was my height class, which was, uh, I don't, I was just in the taller height class. They only had two height classes for reference. I'm about 180 centimeters and yeah, I got third place in that one. And I don't, again, not too much to say. Uh, interestingly enough, the, the, the person I beat about 10 minutes before were, uh, beat me in, in this time round. So mm. I'm not sure what happened there. I'm sure the judges had a, a good thought out reason behind that. But again, I'm not, not really bothered whatsoever by that result. Like um, he, he would, the guy who, the two guys who beat me were slightly more conditioned in the upper body. Um, I feel like I probably beat them in the in the symmetry department and the the structure but we know that icn goes um, very much for conditioning which mm -hmm. you can't blame them it's a bodybuilding show yeah without a doubt and sometimes you know that's just the way the cookie crumbles yeah. you know that's just the way it is and i feel like sometimes when a bunch of competitors come on stage they're judging based on like I don't know, the average, like mm. if that one guy exactly, in that yeah. class was the most conditioned, but all of the other guys, they were more looking for a structure and shape mm. and everything like you, maybe that's why they picked you first for that 77 kilogram plus class. But in your other class, when everyone else was super conditioned, not to say you weren't conditioned, my man, like, yeah. did you see those glutes? Come <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, but ultimately that's the way it is. And I think it happens to everyone. It happened to me on the day too. Mm. Yeah, I don't want it to come come across that I, I wasn't conditioned because, mm. yeah, I, I especially in the lower body, I was very conditioned and in pretty much everywhere in the upper body other than just need more density, which is which will just come with time and another off season. So. Yeah, guys, there's evidence all over the gram. <laughs> Jack was not out of shape. And yeah, after that, it was the because I won my previous class, I made it to the bodybuilding overalls. And they only announced the winner for that. So I didn't win the bodybuilding overalls, mm -hmm. but the person who did Mikey was, was, uh, looked incredible, amazing structure, conditioning and size. Uh, so very well deserved from him. And do you want me to wrap up? Do you want to go next or do you want me to finish? No, up? you know, you did bodybuilding and what's, I think is pretty cool is obviously you were in the 77 kilogram plus, which is the heavyweight class. Yeah. So at least you were the top placing bodybuilder on the day mm. in the heaviest class. Yeah. And I actually got a, a photo with Mikey the, the day after. And it, I mean, we know that the, when it's weight based, it's usually height discrepancy, which mm -hmm. is why. For ICN, in order to win a pro card, it's based on your height, not on your weight. Yeah. Because like I was probably, I'm probably like 15, how, how many centimeters taller am I than Mikey, do you think? Like 15, 20 centimeters sure. taller? Yeah, you're around like 178 or 179. So I'm not sure how tall he is. Yeah, well, I'm a fair bit taller than him, but it's just interesting how that works. Mm -hmm. Hey guys, just a reminder that we don't just coach physique athletes, but we do coach anyone with a health and fitness related goal. 
Therefore, if you are interested in getting in touch with us regarding our coaching services, you can always head over to our website at www.thebodybuildingdietitians.com or alternatively, click the link in the show notes below. So after that was Classic Physique. And yeah, fortunately, I managed to take home the sword for Classic Physique. Mm -hmm. So the overall champ for Classic, which was amazing. And all I can say is like all the posing practice I did really paid off. I felt very confident up there. I I didn't really uh, feel like I was missing out on anything in terms of posing. I just did my thing and it paid off. So it all felt very natural. Yeah, you were incredible up there. You know, just born to be classic. You've just, you've got that structure. You've got that flow. You've got that confidence. Just the skill with posing. Just the whole package, my man. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, now we've got a new sword to uh, chop our vegetables with and yeah. <laughs> our rest day roast, right? Yeah. <laughs> we'll be car- Gotta put an edge to that thing. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. We'll be carving that thing for our roast turkey. <laughs> yeah. So... That's, yeah, that's all I have to say, really. It was a bit starstruck on the day and appreciate everyone who's congratulated me. It means a lot. And I'll basically be working towards the Brisbane show now where I'll, I'll do bodybuilding and classic again there and then probably bodybuilding and classic at uh, Nationals as well, which is on the 8th of May. So, yeah, keen to, keen to give it a red hot crack in two weeks' time. Yeah, boy, just seeing you win that classic overall, I've just, I'm so proud of you. I was so happy. And like being able to jump up on the stage with you, you know, and get Mm. that photo with the sword, that photo's going all over the place, which is just, it's so cool to just, oh gosh, just the support network behind us. I can't even describe how amazing it is. Like the whole day, like our phones were just blowing up from people we know, people that we don't know. Like it was, it was just incredible. It's almost overwhelming Mm. to be like, wow, this many people follow along with our journey. Just incredible. It it doesn't go unnoticed at all. And that's one thing that's made this prep so much smoother than the last time or smoother than it could have been is that we have the support of so many people and we know that people rely on us for content and to see our journeys and people actually enjoy following us as well so Mm -hmm. yeah thank you to everyone who who reached out to us yeah it means the world and for someone like in my position because like obviously you won you know you're a champion i think you're always going to be the top dog in this relationship but (laughs) i feel like for me it's it's (laughs) it's really nice because it goes to show that I don't necessarily need to be a champion or I don't need to be a winner to actually have people support me or Mm. respect me or encourage me. And that really means so much to me. It really, really does. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad to hear that. And yeah, again, it's such a subjective sport that like we saw even with me, I I beat someone, they beat me like, Mm. I, I honestly didn't, I sure I wanted to win the classic, but I wasn't basing my experience off that. I was basing it off the, the amount that we progressed as a couple, as mm. a business, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The day was just absolutely incredible. But yeah, I'm just super proud of you. And we're only 10 days out from the next show. That's the thing. 10 days out from mm. the next show. And now we're like three and a half weeks out until we'll be in Sydney competing. Yeah. So boy, things are just going really, really quick, but yeah. we're just in the thick of it right now, which is so exciting mm. because getting off stage from that show, it's just like, okay, cool. Like in a, in a few more days, I'm getting tan again, like Literally. no slowing down. Yeah. But 
let's go uh, go through your show day experience. Yeah, so show day was wonderful. This was probably the best show that I've ever competed mm. in. It was just so much fun, right? Yeah. Like ICN, guys, it's just fun. It's mm. a really good atmosphere. Like IFBB is awesome, but IFBB is like really prestigious and really freaking serious. Yeah. You know, ICN, it's just a good old time, mm. but it's still very competitive. Jeez Louise, yeah. the body's on that stage. <laughs> I really like how it's, it does have that mix of you can go there. It's almost like a marathon fun run. You can go to the fun run to have fun mm -hmm. or, and be less competitive, or you can go there to try and win. Mm -hmm. And ICN is the same. Like if you get a medal regardless, but if you want to compete with the, the serious folk, like they're there to, to, to show up against. Oh, without a doubt. It's super competitive. But yeah, the day was just awesome. Yeah. Woke up early, had a great protein cake for breakfast, went for a beautiful walk around that lake. And then in the morning while Joey was tanning you, I got like my hair and makeup done, which loved my hair and makeup. I went for straight hair this time and I think it looked really nice. I was really happy with my hair and makeup. And yeah, I was just kind of like hanging around the whole day. The thing for me on show day is that like, I always put in life in general, I put so much energy into other people. Sometimes I forget to put it into myself, especially on show day, you're always competing before me. Mm. So I'm like running around, taking photos of you, jumping up on stage, giving you hugs, you know, like doing whatever you need. But sometimes I need to remember, be like, no, Terry, you need to chill the heck out. Mm. You know, you need to relax a little bit. You need to eat a meal. You need to drink some water. Just chill. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to remind myself of that a few times on the day, but overall, like after you got off stage for bodybuilding, I did have a few hours gap there to yeah. kind of just I'm like, glad it worked out like that. Me too. Yeah. So I just had like some boiled eggs, had some cereal, <laughs> right? Drink some Peanut water. Butter. Yeah, it was good. We even, um, yeah, we just sat in the sun. That was one of the best things about this show is because previously at the other shows we've talked about this but like you're backstage it's very air conditioned very cold and i made the mistake of not bundling up in a bunch of layers this show man we were like outside in the sun veins mm. were popping you know like you're warm the whole time it was it was good i wasn't peeing a whole bunch which really just contributed to this was the best look i've ever presented on a stage i felt really good, really confident on the day, just in terms of how I'd filled out and stored glycogen from the days prior. But even on the day, I didn't feel obviously very fluidy, but I also didn't feel super flat either. Like I felt like my stomach was really flat, but like I was still able to get a good pump when I started pumping up. And even seeing you on stage as well, just especially in the sports model, you just looked very genuinely happy and excited and that you really enjoyed it, which I mean, and it's just different in IFBB. Like in mm -hmm. IFBB, you have to kind of reserve yourself a bit more. You can't imagine if you showed up like with the same attitude as a sports model on the yeah. IFBB stage. Like, I know. Wouldn't go down well. That's the thing. Sports model, it's so fun. Obviously, you're in your safety shoes. <laughs> you're yeah. in flat shoes, so you definitely can't trip over. But, you know, it's just big grins. You're bouncing around. It's not so much like smoldering sexy looks right like very slow booty pops and all that sort of stuff Walk but to the backs yeah but ultimately i was on stage first for sports model my very first category was sports model rookie and that was like one of the biggest classes of the day there were a lot of chicks in that class but got up there and i was just so happy to be up on stage like i was just bouncing around doing my thing like posing my heart out and 
I was on stage for a long time. Again, I didn't watch every single division, but I would argue that was probably one of the most lengthiest divisions because there were so many girls in the division and I think we were all really fighting for it. Mm. So they judged us all. And then Jason did his thing where he's like, all right, pose down. And everyone came to the front. We were all posing our hearts out and the judges just could not decide. (laughs) So it's almost like they just started re-judging us in the pose down. And even Jason was giving us directions like, all right, girls, can you actually just swap, like turn to the back one more time? Even though in a pose down, you're supposed to be just doing free flow, whatever you want. But I really fought for that. And I actually came home with second place in that division. It mm. was a massive division. So I was just over the moon. I was so happy because I felt like my performance was so good. Like I was really confident, obviously, in how I looked. I felt like I really fought for it. But just a big step up for me, man, coming from like fifth place in bikini <laughs> three years ago now to getting second place the first time I step out on sports mm. models. So I was like, It's a good prelude yes! to 2023 as well oh yeah i was really happy so yeah overall i did three sports model categories and then i also did three fitness categories so overall my overall results where i got second place in sports model rookie third place in sports model novice and third place in fitness model rookie which was really awesome so just really really proud of that and just looking back on stage photos stage footage boy, like, have I grown? I'm, so, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I'm so proud of myself for the way that I've been able to just particularly develop my lower body in a really short space of time. The way that my quads have developed from just this past year, only six months in an actual surplus and one whole year of actually knuckling down and committing to doing lunges and Bulgarians every single week, it makes me so excited because I'm like, if I can achieve that in six months of a surplus, what can I achieve when I quadruple that? Mm. And then we have a six month prep at the end of 2023. It blows my mind. It makes me so excited to be like, I know what I look like now, but I'm just so damn pumped to just improve, you know, and just enter into an improvement season soon. So makes me very psyched. But at the same time, I'm equally psyched to keep pushing and keep, you know, just getting better and better between every single show. Cause yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not done yet. I know that everyone can keep improving. I guess uh, ultimately until you step off a bodybuilding stage for the very last time, there's something that you can always improve. Mm. You can always come in a little bit more conditioned. You can always come with more muscularity. You can always bring more confidence, more finesse, better posing, better presentation with, you know, your bikini hair, makeup, whatever it may be. You can always improve. There's no set limit or finish line. Mm. Yeah. That's, I think, that's become more true and true like people are recognizing that there is no natural limit because Mm. it's purely based on you yeah you set the limit yeah when you decide like enough's enough you know that's good enough i'm gonna stop working now hell yeah man that's your limit you chose you chose to stop yeah cool well anything else you want to mention about show or shall we move on to this coming week no, but I ultimately it was just a good day. It was an exhausting yeah. day. It was a huge day, but the thing is you're just so amped up on like adrenaline and dopamine. You just keep going. It's um mm. it's pretty sensational. But no, I was really proud of just 
yeah, how I presented myself on stage. And it was just a really fun day. Have to give a huge shout out as well to Jess Stevenson, who is a woman that I coached last year for season B, but she was just my wing woman on the day. Like I didn't even ask her, but she drove all the way up from Brisbane up to the Sunshine Coast. And the whole day she was just with me, just like I was with her last year for her first competition as her coach, which is my role, right? I'm her coach, but she wanted to see what it was like on the other side. So I gave her my backstage pass and she was that woman, you know, running around with me with resistance bands and candies and water and helping me change into my bikini and cannot thank her enough. Freaking love her. Just what a wonderful woman. So thank you so much, Jess, for helping me out. And yeah, it was good. It was good. We went home and we didn't necessarily have any super exciting post-show <laughs> burgers. I know I had a can of kippers, I had a protein cake, and I had a big salad because yeah. that's all I wanted. <laughs> yeah, because we don't eat as much veg in peak week, I just had a massive mm. tray of vegetables with kangaroo, cottage cheese, egg on top, and that did the trick for me. Mm. And boy, we slept like rocks. But that's the other thing. like. I think we slept really well that night. Didn't even wake up to pee. But the next day, no matter who you That's are... That's kind of your saying. If I could put something on like a post-it note or on a, a <laughs> coffee cup holder, didn't even wake up to pee. <laughs> what a dream. <laughs> it's true though. That's when you know that your body's just like, all I want to do is sleep. Nothing else. The bladder can wait. But I think that no matter who you are, the day following on from a show, like you will just experience like a whirlwind of emotions. Mm. It's very strange because like obviously the day before, so much adrenaline, so much caffeine and sodium and and carbohydrates and like just It's almost like um, ecstasy where you deplete your levels of, is it serotonin or endorphins or something? And then it's almost like you've literally used up your body's worth mm-hmm. on, sh- on show day. Yeah. And plus, like, I felt absolutely wrecked on the Monday. And I had to, during my training session, I just I just couldn't. Like, I had to take basically an auto-regulated deload and, mm-hmm. and just take it a bit easier. And and then I also felt like crap on Tuesday's leg session. and But I got it done. And now it's Wednesday today, rest day. So I'm sure that tomorrow will be a more successful session. This is our first proper rest day in a week Mm. because last week we took a rest day on Wednesday, but we're training Thursday, Friday, Saturday, show day, Sunday, trained Monday, Tuesday, all that traveling. Like it's only just now today where we can be like, okay, Mm. (laughs) gonna, gonna let myself relax a little bit. But yeah, that Monday, like even coming off the high of show day, like you still just kind of feel a little bit flat we even went for a beautiful walk around the lake in the morning but i wasn't like my super chirpy self like now yeah exactly it was weird and i'm like it's such a beautiful day i'm i should be so happy why don't i feel it yeah and i didn't have a very good training session that morning either we trained at world's gym caloundra Mm. and then we drove home um and like boy i was so tired on the drive home and yeah so what are you what are your plans though for this the rest of this weekend next week Okay, so yeah, thank you for um, pushing me along. But anyway, so going off feedback from, I had just a very small discussion with Joey after the show, but I'm booking in another consult with him to really chat with him in great depth next Wednesday in a week from now, a few days out from the second show. But ultimately, 
man, like I'm just really freaking tall. And that's what everyone tells me. They're just like, you are really tall. And I'm like, I know. (laughs) But when I stand up on stage against these girls who, if I'm not in a height class, which I don't think I'm in open division, there weren't even enough girls to actually separate by height. The good news at national is that it'll, it'll always be height class for pro card. And Mm -hmm. that's, standardized now across pretty much every federation yeah but even i feel like even with the girls height cutoffs i'm i think they consider anyone over like 165 centimeters to be tall and you're 176 (laughs) exactly so i'm like i could be up against a girl who's still 11 centimeters short shorter than me that's Mm. almost half a ruler okay yeah that's uh that's a bit of height there but anyway, I'm really tall. So I do, I know I do have a good amount of muscularity for my height, but ultimately when I am standing up against other girls who are like, yeah, 155 to 165 centimeters tall, they just, ultimately they look better than me because they're shorter, they're more condensed, they've got rounder muscle bellies, mine are just like really freaking stretched <laughs> out. So Joey says that I probably have a better shot of, placings wise probably in the sports model division compared to fitness modeling uh just because i can look a little bit shorter because i'm in flat shoes obviously not heels but ultimately like i'm just given both a red hot crack i've worked so hard and i'm still going to enter into three divisions for each one into this upcoming show and then also for nationals as well just to really make the absolute most of this season and get yeah. as many stage experiences as i can but ultimately placings wise estimated probably going to do better in sports model than fitness but still going to do my absolute best in both and i think that really i just know that i can still be that little bit leaner and that's just my goal is just to keep improving show to show to show to just come in that little 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 bit leaner which i'm totally fine with and even though this is the leanest that i've ever been in my life I've, I'm an endurance athlete at heart. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big type one walk and muscle fiber. And uh, I think that I can just keep going. So just keep pushing for this next week to just bring that extra little bit of leanness and crispness. So what I've done is I've done a slight macro decrease and every single day from started on Monday, the day after the show up until next Wednesday, I'll be taking my carbohydrates down from 225 grams down to 200 grams every single day fats at 30 grams, protein at 160 grams, and just running that consistently, not putting any high carbohydrate days in there at all. And then I'll start my carb up on Thursday and I'll do two high carb days at 325 grams of carbs next Thursday and Friday leading into the Saturday show. Cause I think that was definitely a really good look for me on that show day after having two high carbohydrate days. So yeah, just pushing on. And what I'm actually going to do is I'm actually going to eat the exact same thing every single day. And this is similar to what I've been doing before, but ultimately one meal was always changing, which was my breakfast because I was having a lot more carbohydrates at breakfast and each day I would change it a little bit. I'd be like, oh, on my protein cake, do I want coconut oil or do I want dark chocolate? Or do I want an actual egg yolk in my egg? Or do I want cream of wheat or do I want oats? Do I want whatever? And I was becoming so food focused that I was just that person sitting on my fitness pal, like literally playing Tetris, you know, 
moving all these different things around. And I couldn't focus on anything else. So just for some peace of mind, I've literally just decided on one set breakfast that I enjoy. And my post-workout afternoon snack and dinner have always been the same for probably like months now. Mm. Uh, but I'm just always going to keep my breakfast the same for this next week. Just so eliminate that food focus, eliminate that decision fatigue because taking it's, our own advice. Oh, literally. But I'm at that point where I'm like, this is so mandatory yeah, for my, I agree. for my mentality. So yeah, but I, people would be like, you're eating the same thing every day. Guys, I'm a dietitian. It's all G over here. Okay. <laughs> Plus we're in the final three weeks of prep. Okay. But I've been very strategic, obviously, to make sure that all my main nutrients are covered. You know, so yeah. I'm getting iron in every day, getting omega threes every single day, getting my calcium every day, different plants, different grains, the whole shebang. I'm well nourished Don't over worry, here. Don't worry, I've given it the quick once over. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much me for this next week leading into next week's show. And uh, yeah, just keep dialing in, feeling good, and just keep improving show to show to show. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So what's your plan, my man? Yeah, so I've had some big changes as well. So I think everyone knows that it was my intention to start reversing out after this first show. And even despite the feedback I was given about coming in leaner, I, I still think staying at this body weight um, would have would have resulted would have resulted in me getting leaner anyway. And but what's actually happened is I basically bought up my carbohydrates to 400 grams per day, which is a very nice increase. And I did that across all training days, uh, keeping protein at 225 and fats at 50. And on rest days, uh, increasing protein slightly to 250 and decreasing carbs to 250. So that's already, it's, it's Wednesday, but Monday, Tuesday, Monday I felt like crap. Tuesday was marginally better. Today I feel like a new person. And like the amount of food increases is drastic. Like I'm eating 400 carb every day. And to make things even more surprising is my weight is dropping more than it did prior to peak week mm -hmm. like in, during peak week I, I was around 77.5 this morning i woke up at 76.3 i think or four but what was your weight on show day 76.7 mm -hmm. but you got to remember i had low volume i didn't have any vegetables the day before mm -hmm. other than potato yeah and i i'm now i'm having like all my usual like well over a kilo and a half of veg per day so I reckon that should have compensated. So. Yeah, but we know from the past that you do have a very adaptive metabolism. And yeah. Because in that final like two weeks leading up into the show where your scale weight was just being a little bit flipped, mm. right? Just bouncing all over the well, shop. Well, just because I, I, I think I do adapt either way and mm. I, I do have to grind to get lean. But then once I do, I can then reverse out very, very successfully. Mm. And it bodes well for my reverse dieting phase as well. But basically... Like, I'm just going to keep running this. I needed to get leaner anyway. I'm just going to stay on 400 carb and, and see how much more I drop. To be, you know, to be honest, I'll probably just keep letting it dip down and I'm sure it will plateau eventually. And then maybe between the, the Brisbane show and nationals, I might bump it up a little bit more or just keep it at where it's at. Because mm -hmm. I'm quite, to be honest, I'm, obviously I'd like more food, but I'm quite comfortable here in terms of my food focus is drastically down. I can have sit down to a nice carbohydrate dense meal at each meal other than dinner which is still just veg and my plan for next peak week is basically to to run this really and maybe have a one higher day on the 
Thursday, like maybe go 500, 400, and then Saturday show day do 400 again. Mm -hmm. And that way I can, yeah, have that slightly more conservative approach because I, I don't really need to risk maximizing my fullness to the utmost. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, other than that, keeping it really simple, pretty much my food sources are staying the same, like oats for breakfast, cream of wheat for lunch. Put, uh, the meal three will usually be potato and pumpkin and a massive amount of veg for dinner. And I, I don't really see that changing that much. So in a, in a good position, I'm hoping that like I, I psychologically did take a bit of a hit on Monday, Tuesday, just because I saw those numbers in the gym coming down. But when I objectively look at it, I know like I'm used to taking a deload on after six weeks of training. I didn't get that deload because of peak week and because I don't really count peak week as a deload purely because of show day. And then, as you said, this is our first rest day in a week. So I'm hoping that tomorrow is a really good upper session. Friday is a decent lower session. And then it's basically peak week again. So at this point, we know that muscle loss isn't going to happen to any sort of extent at all in the next three to four weeks, as long as we just keep training at a perceived high intensity. Mm -hmm. And it's just about getting it done. Yeah, exactly. So we just got to keep ticking along, doing it what we love every single day. And boy, 10 days to go until we'll be doing it all again. And yeah. give you guys a heads up, we actually, because we're recording this podcast today on Wednesday, we'll be recording another one of our Q&As next Wednesday. And then we'll be giving a second show day and peak week round two recap next Sunday, following on mm. from the second show. Yeah, awesome. Well, I think this is a good spot to wrap up and end with something that we want to improve upon this week. Okay. Well, this coming week, I just want to keep dialing in and just keep mastering my craft and just bring an even better package to the next week's show. Yeah. I think that's it. Just literally, that's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> Keep all improving you to show to show. Yeah. I just want to get in a really solid, especially lower body session on Friday and that'll give me some peace of mind just uh, for me being me. I want to get a good session in and yeah, that's it pretty much. That's mm -hmm. what I want to improve on. Awesome. All right. Well, let's freaking do it, guys. And next time we record one of these podcasts, we would have completed show number two. Awesome. Let's hope it goes well. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks for listening, guys. If you enjoyed the episode, please remember to repost it onto your Instagram story. Tag myself, tag Tierra, and tag TBD. And we will catch you next week. Bye. Bye.